Hello, this is Michael from Burning Daylight Podcast. How's everybody doing? So this is episode three, obviously week three. Hopefully as the weeks go by, you'll be able to notice that the show's getting a little bit better week by week. And hopefully I'll get a few more downloads. It's been great so far. The downloads that uh, I have been getting definitely been increasing week on week. So I've got a few things I want to talk about this week. But first off, I'll give you an update on my weight loss challenge and it's obviously self-imposed and the challenge was to lose one stone in 30 days so where i'm at a date so i started at 18 stone four and this week i am down to 17 stone 12. so i'm doing pretty good but i have to say earlier in the week i did have a wobble and the wobble was because i could not see any improvement on the scales at all and it was frustrating i've got to say and uh, anybody who's been trying to lose weight in the past knows how hard it is certainly as you get older it seems to get a little bit harder to do as well so how have i been doing it well exercise has been probably my main weapon of choice every morning 5 a.m i'm up 5 15 i'm on the tra- i'm on the it's not the treadmill sorry the exercise bike and i'm on the on the exercise bike it's a spinning bike i'm on there for 30 minutes while I'm on there for 30 minutes, I'm watching a podcast, maybe something motivational, uh, maybe something from Jordan Peterson, Joe Rogan, um, and it's good. It's it, it's a good 30 minutes, and it's interesting to spend the, the morning learning and exercising at the same time. And I'm not going flat out. I'm not trying to break any land speed records. I'm typically riding at about 18 miles per hour, um, which might sound fast, but on a spinning bike, you just turn the pedals. It's very, very, very easy. But when I get off, I have got a sweat on and uh, my T-shirt is wet. So that's a sign of improvement. Um, but there's many different ways that your body can kind of fight back when you're trying to lose weight. And when you do plateau, it is frustrating. So there's things like um, your body might fight back and not want to lose the weight. If you go into starvation mode and you're exercising too much, your body will simply hold on. It'll hold on to the fat because... It doesn't think that it's getting any more food from anywhere else so it goes into starvation mode and what typically can happen not saying it does every time and just full disclosure i am not a doctor um sometimes your body can think well i'm in starvation mode i need to hold on to the fat so it will start to cannibalize muscle tissue which if you're trying to build muscle or maintain muscle it's not a great way to go so you've got to be realistic with your goals Um, If you have high salt meals, high salt meals means that you've got more salt in your body than normal, which means when you do drink water, your body is more likely to hold on to that water. That will reflect in the scales. So how do you avoid that? You don't eat food high in salt. Um, Salt is okay for you, like everything, in moderation, but in high concentration levels, it's not great. And if you think back to your history lessons at school, the the lessons around the Roman soldiers, well, what, what did the Roman soldiers typically march on? Well, they marched for mile after mile after mile. Um, they weren't called centurions for nothing. Um, these guys often walked hundreds of miles to battle. So they were given rations of water, but they were also given salt tablets. And the salt tablets were given to the centurions so that they would retain water that they were drinking in and they wouldn't pass out with dehydration. So these things need to be factored in. If you 
go for a long time without losing any weight, you may need to look at the overall picture and do a good, honest analysis of what you're eating because your diet is 75% of weight loss. So one neat trick as well that I picked up a little while ago, this is from Tim Ferriss on Tim Ferriss Podcast, and also from the 4-Hour Body, I believe this one is from. If you can get 30 grams of protein within 30 minutes of getting up, that can help with fat loss. Protein um, takes energy to break down in the body, but also you need, you need protein to build muscle. So it's very important that you do have a relatively high protein diet because, like I've just said, proteins are the building blocks and the amino acids are the building blocks of muscle tissue and basic skeletal health and overall health. So you know, it's called protein for a reason because it's a priority. And I do believe that that is the Latin um, conversion for the word protein. I think it does mean priority. So it's important that you get it. So I'll keep you posted on that. I've been posting on Twitter um, all week with, and well, since I started with my progress on the scales, you'll just typically see a set of scales on my feet and you'll see the readout from every morning. Um, so I'm kind of using that to keep myself accountable for and if anybody's interested, they can follow along too. So speaking of making things kind of work and creating enough time in your day to do the things that are important, Losing this weight is important to me. Uh, it's only been just over a week and I feel better already. It's noticeable in some of the clothes that I've put on recently. So making the time. Well, I'm getting up at 5 a.m. And I'm at work by 6 a.m. So you can kind of work that one out. I'm up, out of bed, quarter past five, exercise bike, quarter to six, quick wash. And I'm out the door, going to work at six o'clock. And I'm out there all day until usually around about 4, 4.30 in the afternoon. So it's a long old day. But I managed to squeeze quite a bit in. So what I'd like to talk about next is time. Time is something that we all have. But often I hear people say, I haven't got enough of it. I don't have time. And we've all said it. I've said it in the past. I know you're probably thinking that you've said it too. And you might genuinely think that you do not have enough time in your day, in your week, to do the things that you want to do. But if you want to be successful in life and you want to move forward, then you have to make the time. If there's something that's burning away and you need to get it done, you need to make the time. The common excuse is I'm too busy. Too much to do. Not enough hours in the day is a common phrase. But we all have the same 24 hours in every day. Unless you're from another planet whose days happen to be shorter than ours. You may be revolving around the sun a little bit closer than what the rest of us are. We just need to choose how we spend the time and ultimately prioritise. Successful people, people who achieve what they want to achieve in life, don't waste time. And obviously there are lucky people out there where fortune falls in their laps. But that's not it how it is for the rest of us. So the title of this podcast is called Burning Daylight. And that's a title and inspiration that I took from 
the classic John Wayne movie, The Cowboys. And I just put a, a small video up this morning, um, which illustrates perfectly um, why I use the title of that for this podcast. So we can all burn daylight. We can all find reasons for not doing things. But we're not really going to get very far. So I know I touched on this a little bit last week on time management. And it's something that we all need to be aware of. So what does a successful person look like? How are these successful people making the most of their days? Well, we all have our own opinions based on the things that we value in life. You might think someone who gets up and gets to work is successful, and that's fine. There's a lot of hard work and people out there, and that is a success. You know, they've managed to achieve that in life. Not everybody is lucky enough to be able to get to go to work. You know, we all take it for granted that we've got to go to work the next day. Well, guess what? There's people out there who don't get to do that, who would swap places with us in a heartbeat. You might think that owning your own company is a measure of success, and it certainly is. For successful companies, that is. Sometimes people start businesses and they become millstones around their neck. So whatever your goals are, you've got to prioritize them, and you've got to create the time that you need to accomplish the goals. You need to maximize your efforts with the time that we have. And I look at it this way. I've wasted a lot of time over the years. I could have been a lot further on had I prioritized my time when I was younger. But we all have this same amount of time I mentioned earlier, 24 hours in every single day. So let's imagine that you sleep for eight hours. That leaves you with 16 hours. Then, including your work and your commute there and back, another 10 hours. Okay? So that still leaves you with six hours every single day, Monday through to Friday. Now, if you multiply that by your five working days, typically, so say Monday to Friday, for example, so that's five days, okay, times by six hours every day that you have spare, that leaves 30 hours Monday to Friday, okay? Now, what about the weekends? We all love the weekends. Of course we do. But there's 48 hours over the weekend. So, if you take out 8 hours for each day, Saturday and Sunday, that's 16 hours. That leaves 32 hours of time for yourself to work on the projects and goals that you're interested in. So, if you take the 32 hours that you have available at the weekend and add that to the 30 hours that you have Monday to Friday, you've now got 62 hours hours available every week in every seven day block to work on the goals to achieve what you want to achieve now if you put a monetary value on that how much do you get paid per hour you might get paid 10 pound an hour you might get paid 20 pound an hour if you get paid 10 pound an hour and you think your value is at 10 pound per hour that's 620 pound per week that you could be using to earn more money it's a lot of money over a year. It's over £30,000. Bit of an eye-opener, I know. So, let's look at the areas where people typically lose money. Uh, lose time. Waste time. 
Let's look at some of the some of the areas I used to waste time in. And I'm sure you've probably got the same ones. So social media, browsing. What are you browsing? You're looking through the internet, you're looking through Instagram, you're looking at other people's lives, the cars they drive, the houses they live in, the clothes they wear, the physical condition that they're in. We all do it. We've all done it. How about watching TV? How many hours a week do you watch TV for? Five, six, seven, eight, ten hours a week? What have you gained from watching it? Well, you might have watched some documentaries, so you may have gained some knowledge. But you might have just been watching soaps. You might have been watching just run-of-the-mill stuff on TV. You're not really learning anything. So you're wasting time there. Socialising. That's not a complete waste, but it's not the best use of your time. And quite often, you might meet up with your friends, have a whinge and a moan, complain about work, complain about life. It's not moving the needle. You're not moving forward. How about nursing a hangover? Sundays, all day, on the sofa, off the sofa, into bed, back on the sofa, binging out on junk TV, eating junk food. It's great. You start to feel normal around about 7 o'clock on a Sunday night, just in time to get a shower and get ready to go to bed a couple of hours later. It is grim. It's not life. And then you've wasted time creating the hangover as well. Waste of money. It's not helping you in any way. And I'm not saying don't have a drink. Have a drink. But don't let it take over. Don't let it be everything. I used to do that. And I stopped. And I get a lot more done now. A lot more. And I'll come on to the things that I'm working on. Because I've got more time in my day, in my week now. So I'm not saying live in a cave. I'm not saying read books all day and night. And, you know, kind of be like an obsessed monk about these things. You don't have to do that. But don't think that you don't have time because you do have time. It's time that you'll never get back. It's going by second by second, minute by minute, hour by hour, day by day. It's passing you by. Last week, you're never going to get last week back. Last year, it's gone. Yesterday, finished. All gone. Next year is going to come round. It's going to be the 20th of July, 2020, in a year's time. Great. What will you have achieved by then? Hopefully I'll have achieved quite a lot, and I hope you do too. But what have you achieved in the last six months? What did you set out to achieve in the last six months? Did you have a plan? If not, why not? Is it because you didn't have enough time? Well, we've already covered that. And you do have enough time. So I'm going to start by giving you some tips and some advice. And maybe just some things that might rub off on you that I do. And again, they're just examples of how I kind of get through my work and week. And it works well. I get to fit a lot in nowadays. So look at your week. Think on a Sunday. Plan on a Sunday. What do you want to get out of next week? So tomorrow, get an A4 pad. What do you want to achieve next week? Do you want to start working out? Good. Do you want to start reading some books? Good. Figure out what you want to do. As you're going through next week, keep a record, a diary, of how long it takes you to do certain things. Record your activities and record how long they take you to do. 
and then look for where the gaps are you'd be surprised how much time you actually have available there is loads of time available how much time do you spend commuting to work back and forward half an hour 45 minutes the average commutes an hour here in the UK some people sit for two hours just to go to a job that they hate and then drive two hours back to a home that they're not happy in either they're pretty sad some of these people what did you do at work during lunch surf the internet had a look on a few news channels websites browsed you know maybe a few shops for clothes that you're interested in buying and maybe looked at a few holidays that's going to cost you the earth had a little surf through social media seeing what everybody else was pretending to do it's not always honest what they're putting up there so don't buy into it so how can you go forward and save time and i'm going to run you through some of the things that i do so prioritize not to waste time how about packing up your food the night before get everything ready i put mine into a backpack i have metal food containers that i pack my food into they go into the backpack along with my drinks the backpack gets put near the front door and i'll come on to more of these things in more detail uh, in a minute or two fill your car up once a week saves going two or three times a week you know there's time saved there how long does it take you to drive to the petrol station it's not a two-minute job unless you happen to live next door to one if you have if you value your goals you'll set time aside for these things so i get more done what am i working on well i'm working on quite a lot so my days are planned and how i plan my day this is pretty much how how it looks i plan my meals every single day i plan my workouts so i know what i'm doing every single day my time at work i have what time i start i want to be out the door and off and running by 6 a.m and i have a target every single day that i have to hit before i can come home because i don't want to come home and miss target it's a goal it needs to be achieved i plan my reading every night just fit in 10 to 20 pages you soon get through a book i'm on 31 books for the year my target's 52. my school teaching i have to go and do practical teaching in a school every single week as part of my course that i'm doing to change careers that takes up four or five hours a week plus traveling to get there and get back then on top of that i plan my teaching assignments so not only do i have to do practical teaching i have to do coursework as well this coursework contributes to me achieving my overall goal of becoming a teacher podcast scripts this isn't off the cuff it might sound it but it's not i have actually sat and wrote all of this out and at times if it sounds like i'm reading from a script that's because it's right in front of me and i've put it there so i don't miss out on anything that i want to say my clothes from the night before for the night put out the night before for the following day this is so i don't have to run around in the morning looking for them and also my plan is to increase my social media activity productively and what do i mean by that what i mean is that i'm on there putting posts out putting out likes 
retweets, trying to build my audience, which hopefully this will all help with. And also I decided that I want to learn how to speak French. So this week I started a French course. Why? Well, you never know, you might bump into somebody who speaks French and you need to be able to talk to them. So I'm doing that as well. So I've got a lot going on. And that's every single day, every single week. They're the things that I get through on top of regular kind of life as well. So as I said, plan the week ahead. Start on Sunday. Look at what you want to achieve for the week. Never ever start the week without a plan. Whatever you do, don't get to the end of the week and look back and think, oh, I haven't achieved anything and give in. If that happens, give yourself a shake and start again. Or maybe realize that the goals that you set, you don't really value, that you just like to talk about them. You're not actually a doer, which can often be the case. People often talk a good fight, but when it comes to doing it, they're not so good at it. Even if you set a target, set some targets up, and even if you fail, say you only do 50% of them, 60%, 70% of them, that's more than you would have done without a plan. That means you're 50, 60, 70% further on than what you would have been without the plan. To get to the end of the week and do and not have anything to show for it, just have zero. Great. That's a week you're never going to get back. So think ahead and plan. So if you want to get up in the morning and you want to get your workout in, say, you need to get up and you need to get out of bed. If you're married or you have a partner, you might not want to wake them up. You might have used that as an excuse for not doing it in the past. I'll wake somebody up. I can't get up too soon. Okay, well, there's a video that you can watch online by Jocko, Jocko Willink from the Jocko podcast. He talks about this. And one of the things he talks about is setting up a, an ascending alarm on your phone. I can't imagine most people use their phones as alarm clocks. So, how does that work? Well, what you have to do is set it to get up at the time you want to get up. And then as the ascending alarm is kind of getting louder and louder, stop it. Don't snooze it. Stop it. There's no snoozing allowed. Okay? Now, if you do this, this will give you more time. Okay? You can get up and get out of bed without disturbing your partner, hopefully. So it doesn't cause any friction. Now, if you're getting up to do a workout and you, you have the equipment at home, great. Have your workout gear where your workout is about to take place. Mine, I work out in the garage. All my equipment's in there. So my training equipment is in the garage. So I literally get out of bed, go to the bathroom, come downstairs, put on my workout gear and crack on. That works for me. I'm not scrabbling around for things. Okay? So... If that's working for you, then great. Go for it. Try that. If not, if you're just getting up for work and you want to get up early and get into the office to try and get more done at work, have all of your clothes ready in the bathroom. If you have an ensuite, you might want to think about using the family bathroom so you don't disturb anybody. But put all of your clothes that you need, if it's a suit, shirt, trousers, jumper, whatever, shoes, uh, put it all in the bathroom. You need to go in there anyway to go to the bathroom in the morning brush your teeth, get a wash, have a shave, jump in the shower, whatever it is. You might as well do it out of the way of the rest of the family so you're not disturbing anybody. Okay? If you are leaving for work for the day, 
a good idea would be once you're ready and you're getting ready in the bathroom if you just want to get out the door and you're not going to have any breakfast you could have your backpack or your bag uh, with the food that you prepared the night before that could be ready at the front door next to where you keep your car keys that could also be the same place that you that you keep your coat and your shoes so as you're coming down the stairs to go out the front door you've got your food good to go that was practiced that was prepped the night before your car keys are there your shoes are there your coats there you grab it all you're out the front door then you're into your car your car that if you have a drive you've reversed the car onto the drive you haven't drove on with the nose of the car pressed against the garage because when you're in the mo in the morning and you want to get out you just want to get in the car and drive off you don't want to have to start reversing out of your drive reverse the car onto the drive it's much easier and it'll save you time as well okay little things make the difference it's that compound interest it all adds up okay so have you if you're going to work out have your equipment ready and you're going to go if you're going to work close in the bathroom and then you can kind of follow on from there so on your way to work what about if you are driving into work and you bump into traffic have you got an alternative route planned you might need two or three different routes how do you know if there's a problem on the roads have you got the traffic report um, options set on the car if you have great then you'll get advanced warnings of any potential traffic problems you can pass them by before you even get to them that's saving you time that's getting you into the office it's getting your place of work wherever you need to be even if you're driving to the gym it's saving you time and it's getting you to where you need to be just that little bit of planning planning your time properly okay have you got plenty of fuel in the car is it full is it half full is there enough to get to work because if not then you've got to stop and get fuel on the way that's going to slow you down okay that's going to cost you time time that you're trying to save okay so preparation is everything when you're driving to work what are you doing well hopefully you're paying attention but you've also got time to listen to an audiobook You've also got time to listen to podcasts. So you can be learning as you're driving. I'm learning French while I'm at work and I'm out and about in the car during the day doing my transitional job. So I'm learning how to speak French during the day and I'm getting like an hour or two in every single day. And it's a start. It's an hour or two a day more than I was doing. And you may think, oh, I haven't got time for that. But you have. You've got time. You just need to add it in mine i had mine in between jobs you know so there's always there's always gaps there's always time that you can that you can find okay if you're getting up in the morning to study then great you're studying before you go to work it might be on a on a, an open university course a long distance um course it could be um, something that you're interested in learning more about and you don't want that eating into your family time great so get up have your computer ready get your books ready leave a reminder of where you were at on your last session okay where you got up to with some notes as to what the next session is going to look like that way you can quickly pick up and you can quickly get on with with getting on with the course if you need it have a cup of coffee ready okay but have a clear objective have a have a little target minimum number of words that you want to type out that morning have a little do you need to finish the end is it the end of the assignment do you want to just write the introduction do you want to complete a chapter is it part of a project whatever it is fill in the blank okay but you need to have an objective as to what you're doing okay
So, other activities that you can do to save time. You can group activities together, okay? And what I mean by that is, how about batch cooking? You could batch cook on a Sunday, okay? Get your meals prepped a week in advance, okay? Get them all cooked up, put them in the freezer, they're good to go. You might not want to do a full week, you might only want to do two or three days. But the preparation of the food saves you having to do it the night before or the morning of the day that you're just about to start. It's all going to save you time, okay? So if it's possible, do it. If it's not, then fine. That's just the way life works out sometimes. You might you might have a favorite um, coffee shop or cafe along the way that you want to you wanna go to. That's fine, okay? Things like... Uh, food shopping, grocery shopping. How much time do you spend doing that? Well, we used to spend about two hours. Plus all the stress and hassle of having to walk around a supermarket. Never the best of places. So if you think about it, it might take you 10, 15 minutes to drive to the supermarket. Then you've got to spend at least an hour at the supermarket. And then another 10 or 15 minutes driving back home. And then 20 minutes probably to unpack. Not unreasonable. So total time, circa two hours. Now, how about doing it all online? Get online, get on the website for the supermarket and put your shopping in and they'll deliver it to your house. And one good thing about this is, with the websites, is they remember the food that you had already ordered the week before. So if you typically, as a family, you eat the same food week in, week out, great. It's easy to do. You just go back on. Do a couple of tweaks where necessary with the shopping. Press the order button, somebody brings it to the house. So that might take you 15 minutes to, to get on the website for the supermarket and get that done. Then it takes 20 minutes when the guy delivers it to the house to put away. Total time, 35 minutes. You've just saved an hour and a half by automating your shopping. Plus, you've saved all that stress as well of not having to go to the supermarket. Okay? Meal plans, menus for the for the house for the week. Another thing that falls in with the, the shopping, the supermarket shop. Have an idea of what you're going to have week in, week out. Have a set menu. You're always going to tweak it. You know, you might decide that you're having spaghetti bolognese every Wednesday. Well, Wednesday might come round and you might not feel like spaghetti bolognese. Great. Okay. Have something else. But at least have a plan and at least try and stick to it. Okay. So hopefully some of those tips will give you a bit of food for thought. I'm not saying that you have to copy them as as I, we are do them. That is just how it works for me um, in our house. But we do tend to get through quite a bit. And it does make life easier. It's a lot less stressful when you get up in the morning and you're not scrapping around for things. You're getting a better start to your day and you're getting more done. Okay. So hopefully you'll find one or two useful tips amongst all of that. So just an update on another subject, which is social media. Um, Twitter has been my kind of tool of choice. I did try YouTube and I wasn't quite getting the results that I was looking for. But I set myself a target to get 50 new followers, 5-0 new followers every single week. And I've been, luckily, been getting more than that. And... It's been eye-opening, it's been interesting, I've enjoyed sharing some of the things I've shared and retweeted from other people. Um, 
I was very fortunate this week, I have to share this, that um, Jocko Willink, who I mentioned earlier on, um, I sent him a question, and the question was this, uh, and it was on Twitter, so I sent him a he used to be um, a Navy SEAL um, commander, and he transitioned from being in the field, leading other Navy SEALs, to taking over training for the Navy SEALs on the West Coast in America. He took over all of the training for that. So the question to him was that I'm transitioning from my old middle management lifestyle and working practices to becoming a teacher. And I asked him one simple question, and that simple question was, can you give me one piece of advice that has helped you transition from one part of your career to the next, to move away from practical which is what I used to do, practical work, moving over to teaching. And he replied, he replied, and uh, what a start to my morning it was on Thursday. I did share it on Twitter, so it's there. I did do a, print, a, print, a screen print, rather, and I did share it. And his message to me was, make sure the students understand what they're doing and why they're doing it. Simple advice, I know, but how many times have we all sat there and, either a class or a lesson or whatever it may be and thought what am I meant to be doing here you know we've all done it so world, words words of wisdom that I shall be putting into practice and uh, absolutely blown away because he is one of my one of my heroes if you like and I do listen to him a lot uh, I've got huge respect for him and you know a big fan of his so while I was on the exercise bike one morning this week, I was listening to a Joe Rogan podcast, and it was only like a 20-minute section of one. And it was Joe Rogan and Dan Carlin um, talking on, on Joe's show, and they were talking about how they got started in podcasting, why people typically give up, and um, how long it had taken them, and you know how unhappy they were in regular jobs, and this, that, and the other. And Dan Carlin came out with a quote... And I just thought it was such a good, such a good quote. Um, and it was that uh, life is a verb. Life is a verb. As I interpret this, it basically means do things. Life is for doing, not for doing nothing. And they were discussing how they got started. And the knockbacks and you know how long it took them to build up a, an audience which gives me hope and it gives me some level of relief as well but the more I thought about the phrase um, the more I kind of understood it and I looked at it and you can apply that to what I was just talking about previously with time life is for doing so it's worth planning your time because the more time that you have the more you can do and the more that you can do the more that you can do with your life and I know that sounds very philosophical, but just stop and think about it for a bit because it is actually true. So I did share the video. I tweeted it out. Um, I think it was on Thursday morning. So if you want to watch that, it's only a 20-minute clip. It's not the, the full usual length of one of Joe's shows, which are obviously excellent. Um, and I thoroughly recommend everybody listening to them. Um, it was on my, it's on my Twitter feed, so you'll be able to find it there. So in closing... I just want to share one of my stories from this week. And it's always a varied week, you know. And every week, for anybody who's new to the to the podcast, which hopefully there are a lot of you out there this week, 
Um, I typically tell a funny story from um, my transitional job of being a taxi driver. I used to, like I say, I used to work in middle management for some big companies around the world, and I still needed an income. So what did I do? I got a job as a taxi driver, and this is allowing me the freedom to make my own hours so that I can retrain and become a teacher, which is something that I'm very, very uh, passionate about doing. And I'm working very hard to achieve in that, and I should be fully qualified by the end of this year. So, one of the hazards of the job is picking up old men. I don't mean that literally. It's picking up old men from their afternoon drinking sessions in the local pub, a working men's club. And one guy this week who I had to pick up, uh, he came out of the, the pub doorway wasn't staggering all over but he was a little bit shaky on his feet and he said to me how long will it take you to get me home so I looked at where he was going I said about 10 minutes nothing more so he replied good he said I've just been to the bathroom for a pee and in 10 minutes time I'll need to go again so there's just enough time for you to get me home so you can imagine I'm really, really enthusiastic at this point and I'm definitely desperate to get this guy out of the car. So along the way, he asks me to stop at a shop and uh, I'm thinking like the clock's ticking here and so is his bladder. So he said, I just need to nip into the shop for a, a couple of cans to take home. So I'm like, oh, great. So I'm sitting outside the shop and big front windows to the shop and a big glass door so I can see inside and I can see this guy. And he's going up and down, up and down the aisles. He walked past the doorway about four times, so he's obviously lost. Anyway, sees him, he reappears at the at the doors. He's coming out of the door. He has beige trousers on. And as he's walking towards the car, the beige trousers start to fill up from the groin area with a dark pattern, which spreads down the trouser legs to his ankles. And you can see the wee dropping out the bottom. Not nice. And he keeps approaching the car. So at this point, I press the button to lock the doors. And I put the window down. And I just said to him, listen, I'm really sorry. But I can't take you any further. I said, you've obviously had an accident in your trousers. And he went, yeah. He said, I thought you might say that. He says, I only live around the corner. So it's not the end of the world. Um, he says, I'll just walk around from, from here. And I said, well, okay, that's fine. I said, but why don't you take your jacket off? and tie your jacket off around your waist and then at least that way you can kind of cover the accident that you've had down the front of your trousers and he laughed and he went ah oh, he says it's okay he says i do it all the time he says the locals around here are used to seeing me like this he said see you again son bye <laughs> so there's some strange people out there believe me and uh, as i say i'll keep sharing these stories with you hopefully you find them funny um, they're not hilarious, I get that. I'm not a comedian, I'm not Joe Rogan. I'm just sharing stories that I find amusing. And uh, there's some interesting ones, there's some funny ones, there's some sad ones, which depending on um, the tone of the podcast, I'll, um, I'll include or I won't. I'll kind of pick and choose the, the right story for the right tone of podcast. But I hope you found it useful today. And uh, as always, I'm trying to build the show up. I'm brand new three shows in i need feedback so please please give me your feedback i don't mind if it's negative as long as it's put across in a constructive way 
if you'd follow me on Twitter at Burning Podcast, that would be great. And hopefully, hopefully you've enjoyed it, and I'm enjoying doing it, and hopefully you've learned something. And I'm going to go now. And if you do have any questions, you do have any feedback, either send it to me on Twitter or leave it on the comments section of the podcast. Okay, thanks very much. And I will speak to you all again next weekend. Have a good week. Get planning. Be productive. See you.